You are now listening to 24 Hours from Greatness. Yup, it's your boy KD, and you are now tuned in to 24 Hours from Greatness. Thank you guys, thank you for joining us for another week of greatness. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Alright, today is November 11th. Happy Veterans Day to all those military personnel who have served, helped keep our country safe, help us to, you know, keep the remaining freedoms that we still have left here as Americans. You know, I know it's a... uh, crazy place crazy times but you know hey we call it home man we all americans at the end of the day under one roof called the usa all right once again thank you all those service members for serving because i know just speaking for myself i couldn't do it you know i could could do a lot, lot of things i could do all things through christ who strengthens me but you know Military stuff, yeah, not, that's not even crossed my mind once. So, thank y'all for doing y'all things so I don't have to, and many others like me don't have to, man. You know, because of y'all, we don't have any drafts anymore. We don't got to do none of that stuff, man. You know, this is a great time to be in the military. You know, there's so many incentives. I mean, look. We living in a world where the unemployment rate is at an all-time high. So, I mean, hey, this is the best time more than ever to go into the military. You know, hey, get some skills, maybe get some education. You know, that's part of the incentives. You know, the military pays for your school, whether it be associates, undergrad, grad school. You know, whatever you're trying to pursue, you know, the military looks out in that way. You get paid, you know, hey, I know a handful of people who, you know, have good careers and are living good lives because of the things they learned in the military, the skills that they develop, the whole nine yards. So, again, and hey, there's a lot of jobs out there right now, and the military is always open. So, hey, if that's y'all, go get them. We need y'all, so hey, keep us safe at night, man. But once again, shout out to the veterans, and appreciate y'all. <coughs> oh my gosh, excuse me, guys. I guess I'm I'm getting over a little uh, daycare cold here, man. You know, I'm a, you know, yeah, kids they get all these germs, bring them back home to you. I she she finally got me. My daughter finally got me sick, so I'm just try and kick this cold so if you hear me coughing a little bit you know i'm all good i I, I promise i just got tested monday i'm negative i don't got the covid 19 i'm straight y'all good y'all good around me i good i promise so that's that you know it's about to be shoot winter everybody coughing sneezing now man look we don't know what anybody got man it's crazy times we live in man but hey it's it's the new norm so, 
back to, you know, today being Veterans Day, you know, I don't know about y'all, I didn't have to work today, you know, thank God for that, so if y'all had to work today, ah, sorry for ya, but nah, for real though, man, uh, I, I know a lot of people who serve, uh, a lot of my college classmates, one of my best friends serve, you know, uh, just was talking to him before I, you know, got on here and started recording, so, you know, shout out to my dog, Anil, you know, he, he's somebody who I know most recently who just took what he had in the military and just parlayed it, man, like, we both were in the exercise science field in, um, college, and, you know, he's basically, uh, a chief officer or some, he's some type of supervisor in a hospital, so he, he doing his thing, he was like a pharmacy tech, working in pharmacies, so, again, he's somebody who, you know, went left after undergrad, went into the military, you know, and just parlayed it into a good career, I mean, he's doing well, I'm not gonna put too much of his business out there, but he's, he's doing well enough to where his wife can stay home and just take care of their child, so, my boy Nils winning, man. Nils winning, man. You know, hey, keep keep shining for us, my dog. Like I said, man, that's what's up with him. My uh, oldest brother, he served in the military. He did the reserves. Uh, a lot of my uncles, some aunts, cousins. Uh, my, one of my other homeboys in the Air Force. We got all the branches covered, man. My uh, my boy in the Air Force is a tech expert. He about to do big things with the tech stuff, man, uh, my, my dad, my dad, you know, look, straight out of high school, went straight into the army, you know, he, uh, was in Germany for seven years, fresh out of high school, I think my dad was telling me, you know, when I, you know, when you were a young kid, your dad tell you some of his army stories and stuff like that, he was telling me that during that time, I think, West Germany and Russia or whoever it was, I can't remember uh, 100%. They was beefing. I think he was in East Germany, so he was like, man, we was caught in the middle when we went over there on our assignment. Our life expectancy was like 16 seconds. So, I mean, just think about that. Put that into perspective, you know. Their life expectancy, him as a young 18-year-old fresh out of high school, you know, you were only expected to live or survive for 16 seconds over there. If anybody wanted to shoot bombs, shoot missiles, any type of firepower, you know, you and your unit is caught in the middle. And, you know, back then, 70s, whatever, hey, man, they sending in the young blacks first, you know, before everybody else, man. So, you know, I I was talking to my dad, you know, Thank them for his service. I'm like, you know, hey, I told him, you know, thank God that you survived Germany. Because if you didn't come home, wouldn't none of us be here? So, you know, hey, thank God that you made it out of Germany. You made it out the gulag. Because, you know, hey, you coming home helped us all be here, man. So, once again, hats off to everybody who served, all that good stuff, man. My brother was saying, you know, we got a little family group chat. He was saying he believes everybody should serve at least two years in the Army. 
or just two years in the military, not the army, but two years in the service. So what do y'all think about that? And, you know, that's not the first time I've heard somebody say that, like everybody should serve, you know, just for the experience or just to, you know, help the country out, that type of stuff. You know, I've heard that said before, like on multiple accounts. So I want to hear from y'all. What do y'all think? Should, you know, should everybody have to serve? Because I think that's how it still is in like some third world countries, some foreign countries. You know, I think everybody still has to like serve a certain amount of years or whatever. Whereas, you know, in USA, you know, the land of the free, home of the brave. We get that. We get options. We get the choice. You know, hey, if you want to go into the service, cool. If you don't, great. But, you know, in different parts of the world, you know, they have no choice. Whether you a 16, 18-year-old, male, female, you got to, you know, serve. You got to do your time. But I don't know, man. That's a good thinking piece, man. What? Once again, what do y'all think, man? Put it in the comments, you know, once we uh post this video. You know, what do y'all think? You know, I'm going to put it on my story tomorrow. Matter of fact, should everybody have to serve two years in the military at least like once in our lives and if and if so at what time period should it be should it be like straight out of high school should it be at a time of your choosing i mean how about a year you know how about a year you know basic training three months you know some people do nine months you know what's a good uh you know, what would be the benefits? That's what I'm trying to think. You know, what would be the benefits of that? You know, of course, learning how to uh, take care of yourself, protect yourself. You know, it's a lot of people who don't know how to take care of themselves, protect themselves. And y'all, I don't even have TV, but y'all got social media like I got social media and see all these kidnappings and abductions. It's a lot of uh, young girls all over the country who's been like just coming up missing lately you know then it's the crazy time of the year because you know holidays coming up i'm checking my account every day making sure i don't get hacked because you know this is the this is a hacker's uh favorite time of the year try to get everybody slipping at macy's and marshall's you know come up you know shoot somebody try to hack my uh instagram last week talking about somebody uh, Instagram was saying somebody logged in from like Taiwan or some some Asian country. Was this you? Hell no, nah, it's not me. So I'm like, up. Oh, they on it already. They as soon as November hits, they you know the hackers they they get on it. They fast. So hey man, gotta get that two code authenticate. That extra layer of security. But yeah, man, good uh, good thought good idea my brother brought up you know should <coughs> excuse me again guys should everybody have to serve at least two years good I mean, uh, uh, uh. my personal personal opinion uh, 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 uh. no I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like that but again that's just my opinion 
Why? Because, I mean, well, all these people in the world, all these people in the United States, I think what we're doing now is good enough. Like, that's extra. Everybody is not meant to be a soldier. Everybody is not meant to, you know, go through that. Because I've seen the negative sides. And, you know, everything has positives and negatives. So, you know, I, 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 I named a lot of the, the positives before. You know, the incentives, going to school for free, skills, you know, discounts. I'm sure a lot of people ate free today. But, you know, the negative sides. And it's like I see so much of the negative sides. And, I mean, a lot of people say, well, you know, KD... Two years ain't nothing. A year ain't nothing. But it's like, you know, it depends what's going on in that two years. You know, I see a lot of people change depending on the situation where you go. You know, a lot of people change based off of what they see. You know, the military has like the highest rate for PTSD, that type of stuff. I see so many people homeless, homeless vets, which is crazy because it's like, how? How? It's like, man, we got to do better. I talk to my friends all the time about this with um, just programs. Like, it has to be programs where they're taught financial literacy because even though they should be getting their checks or whatever, disability, the whole nine. I mean, if they don't know what to do with it, how to keep their money, they're going to lose it and be another homeless vet. So... All these different things need to be put in place. So, that's why I'm like, eh, 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 eh. Nah, not necessarily uh, I agree with that. But, you know, hey, that's just my opinion. What do y'all think? So, in other news... Astro World Festival took off a couple weeks ago, uh, almost a couple weeks ago, November 5th, and I mean, you can't get away from it. Every day is some new news with, you know, one of the victim's family or somebody who was hurt or injured. I mean, I really haven't had a chance to weigh in on this, just been trying to see things play out. I guess, but this is very unprecedented, I guess, to say the least. Um, Very sad, tragic event that happened. You know, prayers and love just go straight out to all the families who were affected, everybody who was affected. I mean, some people will probably have PTSD just based off of this event. I mean, anytime you buy tickets to go see your favorite artist and, you know, somebody dies at the venue that you were at, I mean, people who are there, even us who are looking on from far away, I mean, we'll never forget this. I mean, this is definitely or at least should change how, you know venues and festivals and tours are conducted going forward you know uh 
the big thing right now is, you know, who's to blame? Who's liable to handle all the lawsuits, basically? You know, is it Travis Scott? Is it the um, venue? You know, and I think, you know, all that lies in the paperwork. Who is involved? Who is, you know, the most liable? Now, to my knowledge, and again, you know, I'm not an artist. I'm not a performer. To my, uh, to my knowledge, you know, an artist is paid to go on stage, entertain, you know, even if it is their festival or they're the headliner, their job is to go up there and entertain. And I see a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, giving Travis Scott flack because, you know, we see, we see, um, you know, a 15 second video clip and, you know, we make our judgment based off of that without getting the full context of the situation. And, you know, it looked like, I guess, Travis Scott was looking on to the crowd while he was performing. And, you know, everybody was saying he didn't stop the performance or try to get anybody help. You know, I think that's one of those cases where him being a young guy, young performer, um, they always say the show must go on. So even if he did something... He might have been on the stage thinking, well, security going to handle it. Security is on the floor. They'll escort whoever needs to be escorted out. You know, that's what performers do. They are trained to continue performing, continue, you know, engaging the crowd no matter what's going on. So we see the first instance, the first scenario where I maybe that's not always the case maybe there is exceptions to that rule of the show must go on because after you know the Astro World incident you see everybody now you see all the performers uh I think it was Tiana Taylor she stopped her show for a second to check on a fan bring a fan on stage whatever um I think after her it was SZA SZA just stopped the show just to make sure everybody was good you know, but had the Astro World event never have happened, you know, nobody would have been doing that. It would have just been business as usual. And, you know, unfortunately, Travis Scott had to be the sacrificial lamb for artists to be more empathetic to the people who pay to come see them. You know, um, as far as the venue side, you know, hey, I think they liable because I'm like, man, y'all supposed to create an environment or have enough people on the floor. I know we in an unemployment crisis right now, but, you know, a big stage, a big festival like that, you got to be able to hire enough people to, you know, put fires out, prevent situations like that from happening. You know, I've been to festivals. Uh... I learned I'm not a festival person. Uh, 2016, 
my wife and I, we went to go see Beyonce, Made in America. And at these festivals, you know, it's all day. It's out in the open. Anybody who's been to uh, Made in America before in Philly, like, you out there all day long. I think we might have got there at, shoot, 3, 2, 4 o'clock maybe. And, you know, you're standing. It's not like it's chairs for you to rest your feet. Whatever, you standing up, going to the different stages. It's like three or four stages around the whole venue. Everybody's walking back and forth. You know, Beyonce doesn't even come on until, I don't know, 10 o'clock. So by that time, you know, people's feet hurt, back hurt. But, you know, everybody's trying to rush and crowd to the stage. I mean, you are shoulder to shoulder. You can't move. Everybody's pushing forward because they trying to go see Beyonce. You know, this is Travis Scott. So imagine, you know, Beyonce on the stage. There's no real rules or guidelines. It's no real structure. It's first come, first serve. Every man, every woman, every child for themselves, you know, shoving and pushing, trying to get to the stage. So I've been in chaotic environments like that. It was the most the most excruciating back pain I've ever had. Just standing all day. I had to be standing for at least eight, ten hours. And it's like, yo, I know my wife wanted to see Beyonce more than I did. You know, I was a, I was a supporting member. But I was like, yo, I'm going to have to catch Beyonce later. Because, yo, the way my back is hurting me. <laughs> like, yo, I don't think I ever was standing that long. But, you know, from that experience, I learned, look, I'm not a festival guy. I need to be in a stadium, some type of venue where I could be sitting down, relaxing, and enjoying the show that way. And I think the next time, probably 2018, it was the uh, the Carters tour. You know, now Jay-Z performing, so, you know, a little something for the guys, a little something for the ladies. And I'm like, this is much better than Made in America because, you know, I could sit down a little bit. I stood up when I wanted to, so it was sweet. So just getting back to the Astroworld thing, man, those uh, festivals is crazy. And the fact that, you know, everybody was shoving and pushing to the degree where nine people died people just got you know crushed and trampled on just to see travis scott i mean it's it's tragic man but you know i hope everything gets sorted out travis scott already paid for the family's funerals and stuff which you know a a funeral is like eight grand you know really you know a casket burial it's like eight grand so i mean hey at least he's doing something a lot of people feel like he's not doing enough but again, that's his money. But I definitely think the venue is responsible for just making sure that people are safe. You know, the people who pay their tickets to come into your venue are safe. So hopefully everything works out. And, you know, this is a learning lesson. Artists, make sure y'all read y'all contracts and make sure that you know that, you know, you're not liable for what happens on the floor where the you know the fans are because 
you're on stage. You know, you're doing your job. Your job is to be there, perform. Really, that's it. You know, of course, you could go above and beyond. There's nothing wrong with going above and beyond, like Tiana Taylor and SZA, and I mean, probably everybody going forward probably is going to do. But you know, most importantly, you're liable for, you know, just performing. I remember, uh, I think it was like 2017 at the Ariana Grande concert when they had the bombing in, uh, what was that town called? I think Manchester, I think it was the UK. I think that was a a festival type venue as well. And, you know, they had a bombing incident. And, you know, again, Ariana Grande didn't know it was a bombing there. She didn't know none of that. But, you know, I see that nobody really came at Ariana Grande or tried to hold her accountable like they holding Travis Scott accountable. And, again, the two, the two situations are apples and oranges. But... Still, you know, Travis Scott didn't know probably what was going on. You know, you're performing, trying to remember your words, whatever. And I'm not, again, this is not me making an excuse for Travis Scott. I don't even listen to Travis Scott like that. Travis Scott is uh, not my cup of tea. But I'm just saying, like I said, I try to be as transparent as possible. You know, hopefully after this, Everybody is just good. Like I said, this will be the last time something like this happens. And even even the fans, even the paying customers, hopefully after this, everybody just moves differently. And, you know, again, it's all about going home at the end of the day, man. Everybody wants to have a good time. Uh, it's all about going home at the end of the day. How, how many of y'all been uh, paying attention to this cow? Rittenhouse case. Uh, like I said, I've been uh, checking in, tapping in every now and then. But, uh, yeah, this is the guy who uh, was in Wisconsin. I think he was, like, in the streets marching or just walking around and end up shooting, like, three black protesters you know, three black protesters that were unarmed, and, you know, now they're, you know, trying him, I think, um, honestly, I don't even know what the jury makeup is, but, you know, his court video was viral, you know, I was, it was on the shave room, that's how I found out about it, um, my man, young, young white dude, like I said, in his early 20s, just breaking down, crying, you know, he's saying, you know, he was surrounded or whatever. So he started busting. He started busting a cat. But, you know, crying, just, you know, boo-hooing. And, you know, yo, you, you can't let this guy off the hook. Everybody is saying you can't let this guy off the hook, man. Like, I'm not even going to spend too much time on this because... Like, it's open and shut case, man. Like, honestly, it is. Or at least I think so. And they're just trying to paint this case in a way where, you know, he was surrounded or whatever. And he was in the right to 
I'm like, first of all, first of all, first of all, let's start at the beginning. People are protesting. Why are you walking in the streets with, you know, guns? What I, I don't know if he had an assault rifle. He didn't have no regular gun. That's what I remember. Now, this case was like a few years ago. But, again, if they let this young white boy get off, if they, for some reason, vote him not guilty for killing these three unarmed black people, Man, I gotta pray for the state of Wisconsin. Cause they gonna turn that mother out. That's all I'ma say, man. If this white boy gets off for and I don't mean to say white boy for, you know, I'm just using that's a characteristic. He's a young white male. But if they let this boy get off for killing these protesters, man, they gonna turn that mother out. They gonna burn it to the ground. So hey. Y'all can believe in his academy performance if y'all want to, but y'all just be ready. Y'all be ready. The Ahmaud Ahmaud Arbery case is going on as well. I see they drawing with that too, man. The lawyer doesn't want Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and other like black pastors to come into the courtroom and intimidate the jury. This is the case where it's like about Ahmaud Arbery, but they only have one black juror. So it's like, yo, where was the rest of the black jurors? Because I'm like, bro, this don't even sound right. This don't even sound right, man. But... Hopefully everything works out at that. This is another open and closed case. You know, they're trying to... I don't I don't even know how you defend this. So it's like, I don't know what they're trying to do. But I don't even know how a lawyer defends these three guys, you know, chasing him down and, you know, shooting him. But once again, man, if they, for some reason try to let them walk it's gonna be some it's gonna be some more rioting and bullshit that's gonna happen it, it don't matter if it's cold outside or not right now they gonna be out there with their north faces on burning shit to the ground but hey that's just what it is man for you know what's going on right now in the world man Thank y'all for tuning in once again. If you liked anything you heard, anything resonated with your spirit, please share this with a friend, family member, cousin, whomever, you know. Keep spreading this message. Keep spreading the greatness, all right? Uh, This has been your boy, KD. Stay tuned. More greatness on the way. I appreciate you for listening. Everybody be blessed. One.